Three mornings a week, we meet before breakfast for an early morning run. We spend most of our time planning and reflecting on what's happening in our classrooms. This has become our favorite professional development. So we figured, why not share these moments with you? Welcome to Math Before Breakfast. My name is Tracy Prophet, and I'm a fourth grade math and science teacher. My name is Ruth Urquiaga, and I teach sixth grade math. And in this episode of Math Before Breakfast, we are just going to give you an idea of who we are, what our teaching background is, and why we are doing this podcast and what the whole point is. So Ruth, how about you talk about how we met? So in 2004, Tracy was my student teacher. I was a fifth grade math and science teacher. And I have to say that most of the time you get a student teacher, they're one of two. Someone that you can't wait till they leave your classroom and someone that you hope will be your friends forever. And 14 years later, Tracy was definitely the latter of those two. We were able to spend two years as colleagues after Tracy finished her student teaching. And then God directed our paths in different ways. And we've come back together and she teaches fourth grade math and I teach sixth grade math. And we love to talk about math. All right. So that's how we met. And why don't you talk about what your like overall teaching experience is? So I started as an inclusion specialist, which was a special ed teacher for first, second and third grade. Um, The numbers went down and I had to go to a new school the following year. So I taught first grade in Lynchburg City and was there for four years in first grade, moved to fourth grade, taught for two years And then I had that same group of students one more time. For the third time in elementary school, I taught fifth grade for four years. Um, This is my 11th year now teaching sixth grade math. How about you, Tracy? What's your experience? So I taught those two years with you in fifth grade, and then I we got my husband and I got an opportunity to do something totally different that wasn't teaching and we were going to work together at a camp and it was kind of one of those like well let's give it a try this is too good to pass up so we did that for three years and then we learned uh, very clearly that the grass wasn't greener on the other side and we both came back to education Um, we moved back to Lynchburg and ever since then I've been in the same school this is my 10th year there and I taught um, fourth grade and then I moved and I was the inclusion teacher with a special ed teacher then I moved to fifth grade and taught in a gifted program for just reading and social studies uh, which was kind of out of my comfort zone and then um, from there I moved into what I think was the sweet spot which was fourth grade in the gifted program teaching math and science and I think I think I did that for four years. And then uh, my colleague and I, we, we created something called the Stream Lab, which is like STEM plus reading and art. And we, I got to teach in the Stream Lab for two years as a resource teacher. And then Ruth and I are both working on our math specialist degree at different schools. And this past summer, I just kept thinking, I really want to teach math again because I'm learning all these things and I'm not getting to apply them when I was working in the Stream Lab. So job opened up the same job I had before that I left and so I'm back in the in fourth grade teaching math and science which has given me a lot of opportunity to put into practice all the things that we're learning it's hard to make a change in your teaching and that's kind of one of the themes of our podcast I think so Ruth why don't you talk about what your math background is have you always liked math or has it been a struggle and a learning experience or what So have I always liked math? I can say with an emphatic no. Um, 
I always wanted to be a good student, and so I worked really hard to get a C all through high school. Went to college, um, found out I only had to take one math class to be an elementary teacher, and so I hurried up and got that over with. And then I just decided if I taught lower elementary, I wouldn't have to know math. Um, I taught first grade for four years. My principal came to me and said, I need you to move to fourth grade. And I said out loud, okay, they do long division and I know how to do that so I can teach fourth grade. Um, And then two years after that, she said, I need you to go to fifth grade, to which I said, no, because they do stem and leaf plots and I don't know even know what that is. I can't (laughs) teach math, (laughs) which stem and leaf plots are probably the easiest thing that we teach. But in reviewing our state test, I had seen that and didn't have any idea how to read it and interpret it. Um, And so she said to me, I will send you to a math conference and change your mind. And she sent me to an NCTM conference in about an hour away from home. And the presentation had absolutely no technology. He had an overhead projector. He didn't have any handouts. And he just said, did you know that you could add like this? Did you know you could subtract like this? Hey, what about multiplication? And I remember sitting there thinking as an adult with already six years of teaching experience, how come I never learned this? How come we don't teach our students this? What in the world are we doing? Why do people hate math when math is this cool? And so since that day, I have taught math in some form or another. Um, and that was almost 16 years ago. I just love it. And I feel it's so necessary for students to know why math works and not just how math works. So how about you, Tracy? Why don't you tell us about your experience with math? So I feel like I've always liked math. I'm on the other side, which is I'm realizing now is really not the most common experience of teachers. And I think I liked it as a learner, as a student, because of that. What I thought that math was cut and dry was there's a procedure to follow. There's a right answer. That's how I viewed it. And so that's why I liked it. I think that's the kind of person, a way that I'm wired in some way for like cut and dryness, you know. Um, And So my experience as a kid in math was great growing up. I loved it. I even went to nerd school in high school that was focused on math and science. And I did really great until I got to second semester of calculus. And then I felt like I had just hit this wall and I couldn't get past it. And I I made it like I passed. But I thought, well, that's probably about as far as I need to go. Um, But even in college, some of my math courses were my favorite the, you know, the courses you have to take to be an elementary school teacher. Um, and I started teaching, you know, and, and didn't have any great fear or whatever. When I landed in your class, though, as a student teacher, I feel like it was exciting because it didn't look the same as what I'd always, how I learned math in elementary school. I look back on those years now, this is like 2004, and realize we made a lot of mistakes. You know, <laughs> there were a lot of things that we did that weren't the best way, but it was that much different than what we, how I had learned math, that it was exciting. Um, and then I think my like passion for it really happened a couple years into teaching. I got to take this college course at our uh, local college where uh, the math specialist for our division was teaching it. And she, did this awesome like interweaving of math and children's literature and games and I learned all these new ways to think about things and how to model things and I was like oh man this is even cooler than I thought it was so that's when 
I really started to try to change my practice. And then it's been a process since then of trying to um, teach conceptually, I think, and also try to help kids get away from that fear that they have, you know, that like the fear that you had and the fear that a lot of people have of math. Um, I think that's one of my big goals is to help people not be afraid of it and help people to see that math is not all the time cut and dry. There's a lot of creativity and curiosity in math. And so I'm moving towards that in my teaching. So let's talk about why we're doing this podcast and what it has to do with running. (laughs) Um, So for me, it was a Facebook post that Tracy wrote and a reflection of her year. And one of the things that she wrote, the top 10 things of her year, was that she had found this group of running people that were complete strangers who just met at 530 in the morning and ran together and how it made her day better because she was exercising. And I wanted to have a better day. So Tracy invited me to come along and run with strangers. And we ended up, um, you know, we'd go and we'd meet and we ended up just even in this group, big group of people that were running together, we always ended up beside each other and would talk about, well, what did you do yesterday? What are you going to do tomorrow? What's your what's your plan? How should I solve this particular problem that I'm having in my classroom? And eventually we end up kind of not going with the rest of the group and just meeting at Ruth's house three or four mornings a week to run our same route. And I think we picked the same route because then we could focus on what we were talking about and not focus on like, where are we turning here? Are we going up the hill, <laughs> down the hill? We have, we have this route that we do and we know which, which hills we're going to walk So because you can't talk too much and be out of breath. Um, but we just meet, you know, and talk about math. And there's a lot of days where I don't want to get out of the bed at all. And I know, however, that if I meet and we talk and we reflect on what's happening or, you know, what we did or where we're going, that my day is going to be so much better and my teaching is going to be so much better. And we've even gotten to the point where we're sick or we're hurt and we can't run, but can we please meet and walk Mm -hmm. so that we can walk for the same amount of time? But this is just so important to both of our classrooms. I am definitely a better teacher because of the math I do before breakfast. Yep. So we uh, were recently running and Ruth was talking about like what kinds of things, am I allowed to say this Ruth? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) She was talking about what kind of things she sees in her future and she mentioned a podcast. And I was like, have we talked about this before? I couldn't remember because I've been having the same thoughts too. Like, I'd love to listen to other people talk about how they teach math. People that are specifically on my level, not, you know, I could learn from high school teachers, but not as much, you know. Um, I just kept thinking, is there a podcast out there of elementary math teachers or elementary math specialists or whatever? So I'm having this thought. She's having the thought at the same time. And we're like... Let's just do it. Let's just try. And it does help that Tracy's married to someone who had all of the equipment in their basement. And this literally happened two days later yeah. from us having the idea. Yeah. So shout out to Jay for his equipment and his willingness to sit and listen to us talk about math. I know. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. <laughs> so the goal for this podcast is just to kind of let you have a little peek into what our runs normally sound like each day. And we plan to organize it like we'll talk about what we have recently been doing in our class and then we'll just move into what we normally do on our runs which is like well what should I do next what do you think about this and share ideas troubleshoot things um, 
and then just keep pushing each other forward to being better teachers. And I think if you were to have something you wanted us to talk about, send us a message and let us know what's coming in yours. And we can come up with ideas or we can just talk about how we would have taught that or how we would teach that. Um, Tracy and I are full of ideas and being willing to share is something that both of us really want to do. We also have a couple of big ideas in the works, maybe. Uh, It would be really cool to have guest teachers join us and hear what's happening in their classroom or maybe troubleshoot with them. That would be cool. And then from time to time, we do like big projects. I think it'd be cool to talk about those kinds of things that we do in our building. Sounds great. I'm excited for this podcast, and I'm glad that you are deciding to listen to us. So I'm Ruth, and she's Tracy, and we're signing off. We'll see you in the morning for a run. Yep, see you tomorrow.